0: In this bulletin, an Australian woman has been confirmed dead after a surprise assault on Israel by Hamas militants. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese in Uluru in the lead-up to Saturday's referendum. And Minister for Indigenous Australians Linda Burney says a successful referendum will leave Australia with a new generation of Indigenous leaders. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is asking for the support of Australians for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament from the place the proposal was thought of. He's visiting Uluru and has met with Indigenous people in the lead up to Saturday's referendum. The Voice to Parliament was one of the recommendations of the Uluru Statement from the Heart back in 2017. The Prime Minister says the Central Land Council unanimously backs the yes case. Mr Albanese says non Indigenous Australians should vote yes in the referendum to accept a friendly gesture from Indigenous people. The Australian story is 65,000 years old and we have an opportunity to write the next chapter in the coming days. On Saturday, uh, the first Australians have a hand outstretched to us, to non-Indigenous Australia, a hand of friendship, just asking to be grasped so that we can move forward to that better future together. Mr Albanese will today meet ultramarathon runner Pat Farmer as he finishes his run around Australia to promote the Yes case. He'll then fly to Melbourne as he continues a late campaigning ahead of the vote on Saturday. Federal Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, says this Saturday's Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum will change Australia forever. Ms Burney is campaigning in South Australia ahead of the October 14th vote. Speaking to NITV, Ms Burney says the referendum campaign will leave Australia with a new generation of Indigenous leaders. I think that our nation will be changed forever. I've just come from an event... Where there are hundreds and hundreds of volunteers. And there was a young Aboriginal woman from Adelaide, and she said, we have never had so many people walk with us. This will, uh, this will generate a new generation of young Indigenous leaders, and that's a great thing. So far, nearly three million Australians have voted early in the referendum. The latest poll shows the No campaign in the lead. Both sides of the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum debate have been travelling across the country making their final pitches to voters. It comes as the Electoral Commission have urged voters to be respectful at polling booths as tensions are heightened. In Brisbane, local Indigenous community leaders have gathered to demonstrate support for a voice. Former Indigenous athlete and Federal Senator Nova Peris has called on Australians to vote yes in the referendum. For the next five days... I'm asking all Australians to wear their heart on their sleeve like they have for the last number of decades where Australians have faced the most dire circumstance. We as First Nations people have never denied you White Australia and we're asking you to see us and to put us as the first born in the nation's birth certificate. But South Australian Senator Karen Little says Indigenous Australians don't want an advisory body in Canberra. They want the government to listen to its Indigenous politicians. Australians are rightly and are right to be confused about this on the basis of changing the lives of Indigenous Australians. That's a pretty bold claim. And what I'm hearing from Indigenous Australians that um, are, are doing it the toughest is they don't believe that another committee caught up in Canberra with a bunch of finger pointers, is the answer. The issue is actually the monies that's going from the Commonwealth to the states and the states also having responsibility. Mining billionaire Clive Palmer has lost a last-minute federal court bid to have ticks not counted as yes votes in this weekend's voice referendum. It comes after the court dismissed an earlier effort by United Australia Party Senator Ralph Babbitt and Mr Palmer, who is chairman of the party, to have X votes counted as a no. An appeal over the decision was dismissed by three federal court judges following an all-day hearing in Sydney on Monday. The federal government has offered its condolences to the family of a Sydney-born woman killed by Hamas militants in Israel as it considers rescue flights for Australian citizens. News Corp reports grandmother Gallet Carboni was executed kilometres from the Gaza Strip after Hamas fighters launched land and air attacks on the south of Israel. The attacks have killed at least 1,000 people, according to the Israeli embassy in the United States. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill told Seven Sunrises program that her heart breaks for the woman's family. This is heartbreaking news Um, this morning for the family of this particular individual, her community here in Australia, and I'm sure I speak on behalf of Jane when I just say our hearts absolutely go out to her. Uh, What has happened here is a senseless act of violence that will beget only more violence and the Australian government condemns it in the strongest possible terms. The significant escalation is the latest in a long-standing conflict between Hamas and Israel. United States President Joe Biden has called a surprise attack on Israel by Hamas militants an act of sheer evil and stressed U.S. support for Israel. Mr. Biden has asked U.S. Congress to take urgent action to support Israel after the attacks out of the Gaza Strip, which have left more than 1,000 people killed in the country, including at least 14 Americans. The U.S. has announced that American citizens are being held hostage by Hamas and they are sharing intelligence with Israel to help with hostage recovery efforts. President Biden says the trauma suffered by Israeli civilians will not be forgotten. This was an act of sheer evil. Civilians slaughtered, not just killed, slaughtered. Among them, at least 14 American citizens killed. Parents butchered using their bodies to try to protect their children. Entire families slain, young people massacred while attending a musical festival to celebrate peace. Families hid their fear for hours and hours, desperately trying to keep their children quiet to avoid drawing attention. You all know these traumas never go away. In response to the assault, the Israeli military have bombarded Gaza with an unprecedented level of air attacks, striking militant targets as well as hospitals and residential buildings, killing at least 830 people, according to Gaza's health ministry. Hamas's stated aim is to establish a Palestinian state while refusing to recognise Israel's right to exist. People have started to be airlifted out of parts of the flooded Indian state of Sikkim. Flash floods unleashed by late bursting its banks have resulted in at least 74 deaths in the remote Himalayan area wedged between Nepal, Bhutan and China. 101 people are still missing. A break in the weather has allowed the airlifts to start. The top bureaucrat in charge of rescue and relief operations in Sikkim says tourists, the sick, the elderly and women and small children have priority. Today is the first day that the helicopter service could be operated from Lachen, which has been badly affected. And uh, we have uh, around close to about 2,000 tourists stranded there. So our priority is to take out all the tourists and the locals who have health issues and who are elderly and who have small babies and the ladies, this is the first priority. The young ones is in the second line. Digital wallets like Google Pay and Apple Pay are set to be regulated under draft laws released by the federal government. An attempt to modernise Australia's payment system is expected to hit Parliament this year, so digital wallets would face the same regulations as credit cards and FPOS transactions. Treasurer Jim Chalmers flagged the changes in a speech to the Australian Banking Association, stating new powers were needed to respond to emerging challenges. Victorian Premier Jacinta Allen has denied she misled Parliament despite admitting she was aware of the 2026 Commonwealth Games budget pressures months before the event was canned. A parliamentary inquiry heard that Ms Allen was informed in March about the revised budget estimates by the Department of Jobs, Skills, Industry and Regions. The department's updated budget estimate of $4.5 billion was knocked back in April as it was told to explore cutting costs. On June 13, Ms Allen has told a budget estimates hearing in Victoria was making tremendous progress on delivering the games and gave no indication of budgetary concerns. Victorian Liberal leader John Passetto criticises the Premier. No one can believe what Jacinta Allen is saying on this. She was confronted months earlier than her payek appearance, that the costs were blowing out. This was the experts telling the deputy premier that the cost of her Commonwealth Games was blowing out. And for the premier to say, you know, there's some reason that she was able to maintain the fiction, that the games were making tremendous progress, simply cannot be believed and she cannot be trusted on this. And in AFL, North Melbourne is ready to launch a raid on the West Coast number 1 pick after receiving the number 3 selection as compensation for the departure of free agent Ben McKay. McKay has officially become a bomber on Tuesday after the Kangaroos decided not to match Essendon's six-year contract offer for the defender. North Melbourne has made clear it would match Essendon's deal if it was offered just one pick at the end of Round 1 for McKay. But the higher compensation gives North a current draft hand of picks number 2, 3, 15 and 21, plus two selections at the end of round one in next year's draft as part of its AFL assistance package. And now for a look at today's weather. Perth, partly cloudy 22. Adelaide, sunny 31. Melbourne, sunny 25. Hobart, mostly sunny 21. Aubrey, Wodonga, sunny 23. Canberra, cloud clearing 24. Wollongong, mostly sunny 23. Sydney, partly cloudy and 24. Newcastle, also partly cloudy 25. Brisbane, sunny 28. Townsville, also sunny 30. Cairns, partly cloudy 30, Alice Springs, sunny 33, Darwin, mostly sunny 35 and the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy 32. And that is NITV Radio News.